Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you and God bless. Today I want to quickly talk about the power, God's power to heal. God's power to heal. It's very interesting how this was described, right? Why does he have to really highlight the fact that God's power was there? Uh, Number one, it's because God's power may not always be there. All right? And God's power, when it's there, may not be there to heal the sick. Right? So this is very specific. So we know. uh, And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. And people saw it. Somehow they saw what was going on. Maybe it was so different. Maybe the atmosphere was different. And people carry a paralyzed man and try to take him into the house and lay him before. They couldn't get in. They broke the roof. I pray you will have some people that can break the roof on your behalf. All right? I pray God will give me friends like that. Right? Who know what I need? I'm sure they probably had to fix that roof after because I'm sure that owner is like, you're not going with my roof open. Right? But they did what they have to do. Sometimes that's what getting a miracle is. You do what you have to do. You stay there. You're desperate. You go. You walk by faith. You know, you do what you need to do to make sure you get, if it takes breaking the roof, you break it. But the most important thing I want to talk about is how God releases his power to heal the sick. And I'm going to go through a list of things uh, that I hope you're able to catch them. They will be on the screen uh, that will help you as a person because we all need God's healing power from time to time in our, in our life. Now, God's power is here so as for us to resist the devil's power. The devil is always after God's people. We know that. He's after us. And one of the ways he attacks us is through sickness, disease, injury. That makes our life uncomfortable. You know, that makes us unable to live a life of freedom. Unable to live the way we want to live, the way we should live. Limit our movement. Limit our ability to be able to move around. That's what the devil does. That's his plan. His plan is to limit us completely. And he uses sickness more than any other thing to to accomplish that. Hallelujah. Somewhere in the scripture, there was a, Jesus met a woman in the temple. The Bible said she was bent over. All right? She was bent over. She was bent like this, crippled and bent, and couldn't walk straight. And the Bible said Jesus met her on Sabbath, and Jesus healed her. And the Pharisees were so angry because they said, Jesus healed this woman on the Sabbath. Jesus wasn't supposed to heal. And Jesus said, wow. You guys have, a, you have an issue. 
how will I not heal this woman that the enemy has put in bondage for 18 years? There are some of you, the enemy has put you in bondage for many years. You can't do what you're supposed to do. You can't move the way you're supposed to move. You can't turn the way you're supposed to turn. Neck is hurting. Some of you, there's always a fear. And I feel the Lord wants to heal people with conditions that you have come to accept. They are not your condition. And I remember one of our sister's testimonies, Sister Tinoke, right? They told her she was going to have, was it high blood pressure? That's, you just have to manage it. The Lord healed her completely. She doesn't have to manage it anymore. So some of you, you're living with it, you just, and there's always fear. There's always fear. In this service, I want you to trust God that he will heal that. In Jesus' name. So, that's why the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and with power. Jesus went about doing good and healing those who are oppressed. Sickness is an oppression. It's an oppression. It's the, it's the demonic oppression. It's a way for the enemy to oppress us. Sometimes it's a way to get our money, so you keep, you keep spending money, right? Take our time, because you spend time when you're sick. Take your joy, because you're not really happy, because of sickness. Because you're always afraid of what can happen. But I'm glad that God's power is available. Hallelujah. I'm glad we don't have to resign to that kind of life. If you have Jesus, and if you're exposed to the power of the Holy Spirit, you don't have to go on. Our brother gave a wonderful testimony. Was supposed to go sit for an exam with a back pain, six, six hours. Wasn't that the devil's orchestrated to fail that exam? So, you're sick. You couldn't pass your exam, you lose your job. Everything can just go downhill from that. And that's how it works. But thank God for a church that believes in the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't belong to a church that has no power of the Holy Spirit, that doesn't believe in God's power to heal. All right? So it's important. And thank God there are some roof breakers around him. God, please give us more roof breakers. Yeah. You know, we're going to stand there and say, now, yes, it takes, it takes energy to pray for other people. Many people don't know this. Praying for the sick thing is not easy. You can stay for an hour praying for somebody. And God help you if you hadn't eaten before the prayer started. You know, we got to the retreat. My wife asked me, am I fasting through our retreat? I said, oh, no, I'm, I'm not fasting. <laughs> I did all my fasting before I got there. <laughs> if I get stuck praying for someone for five hours, <laughs> I'm going to need ministration after that. So I'm eating because I've done all my fasting. I need all my physical energy to be able to minister. We've got to be wise, right? So it's important to know that roof breakers is not an easy job. They go at length to work hard. They should be appreciated. They should be commended. And we all should be because if we share in that, 
the job becomes easy. Amen. So, the devil is out to restrict, to limit, to make our life miserable. God's power is here to destroy the work of the enemy. And one of the ways he does that is healing our bodies. Praise the name of Jesus. So we're going to go through eight things, eight ways that the power of God is released, the healing power. Number one, the power is released by faith. God sometimes heals without faith, but it's better to have faith than not have one, right? Faith will always guarantee you a better outcome. I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell them, faith in God will always guarantee you a better outcome in life. It will, all right? Yeah, there are times when we are weak in faith, but God always raises people of faith to support us, right? You know, thank God for that. But faith is always needed. Faith is a vehicle. Jesus couldn't heal in the town he grew up from because people did not believe in him. They despised him. They didn't really trust him at all. And therefore, Jesus could barely perform any miracles there. So faith is needed. It's very important. In Mark chapter 5, verse 34, Jesus said to the, uh, the woman with the issue of blood, your faith has made you whole, right? Mark chapter 10, verse 51, 52, he told the blind Bartimaeus, your faith made you whole, right? So it's important that faith is important. You see, there are instances when Jesus wasn't really looking to heal anybody. But faith from those people cause healing to come from Jesus. That's what faith does. Even when God wasn't planning to heal, your faith can bring healing. Hallelujah. So faith is always needed, and that's why it's always good to be in an atmosphere of faith, right? Don't be in an atmosphere where people criticize healing. They focus on people who didn't get healed, right? People like to focus on people who didn't get healed. I would rather focus on people who get healed. I cannot explain why some people don't get healed. I don't know it all. God is the healer. But if you focus on people who don't get healed by any medicine, you will never take any medicine in your life. Right? You know, no matter what medicine, no matter what treatment you are getting, it won't work for some people. Right? But why don't we focus on that? Why don't you say, oh, no, I'm not taking any medicine. Oh, the person that took headache, uh, uh, Tylenol yesterday, is still having a headache. So I'm not taking Tylenol. Or you, you despise Stalin, or whatever it is. You see how the enemy works? We take that from natural things. We understand that where maybe it may not work all the time. So focus on people getting You've had testimonies. So say, I will trust God. All right? Especially like if you don't have any other means. I will trust him and let him do it. Amen. That's what faith does. Number two, the power to heal is released by corporate anointing. Some of it just happened today, right? When you come in a service like this, there is God's presence, right? The Bible says the Lord is the Spirit, and whatsoever the, uh, the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? It's liberty. Liberty means there is freedom. You are set free. People are set free. Sometimes what we need to heal from to be healed from is not even physical. Some, a lot of them, they are deeper. 
issues, insecurity issues, there are deeper issues, hurt, addictions. You know, we hear the testimony. Those are things that only God can do. You know, I remember God gave me that word and I was praying uh, in the retreat that the Lord will take you to that point where something happened, right? So sometimes Jesus took her to the point where that event occurred and dealt with the root of it. You know, and I, I believe that is permanent for you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right? But you know what, how much that can take? In fact, people go through their whole life, therapy upon therapy, still never get better. Spending money, but God can do that. So corporate anointing is important. When you are in God's presence, he touches you. Many of you have been healed without even knowing. Because there are some things he's delivered you from, you are not really dealing with now. Because you are, you, you are under corporate anointing. And you are always there. And he's setting you free. Praise the name of Jesus. Number three, the power to heal, heal is released through Holy Communion. When you, when you take Holy Communion, there's healing power attached to it. In fact, Holy Communion is more a preventative medicine for every believer. And that's why you must always do. We do it once a month, many of you. You have not even taken Holy Communion in one year. You know, in some ways, like, it's like taking vitamin. All right? You should always find time to come. Even there's time it falls on Saturday. People complain it's work. Sometimes it falls on Saturday, people still don't come. That means we don't value it, only communion. It's very important. So I want to encourage you, please value it. Every opportunity to take it. Because it can really only be taken corporately. So unless you have other places where you take Holy Communion, then not taking it is really, first of all, it's disobedience because do this is what Jesus said, right? Do this is a commandment. All right. Number four, power to heal is released by confessing the word of God. Those are medium where God's power is released. And what do you really confess? To confess is to affirm something that we believe. It is to testify to something that we know, right? It is witnessing to a truth that you have embraced. That is what confession means. So as a believer, when you are sick, nobody is there. You are by yourself. You start feeling pain. You start feeling headache, migraine. You start feeling this, whatever you are feeling or you get a bad news, you start by confessing. He was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my, the chastisement of peace, of my peace was upon him. By his stripes, I am healed. Right? Look, 517, he took my infirmities. Okay, Matthew 517, he took my infirmities. Sorry, 817. He took my infirmities and what? And bore my diseases. Bore my diseases. Jesus took my infirmities and bore my diseases. So you say that. You say that my body is the temple of the Lord. Right? You say it. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, he that raised Jesus from the dead shall give life to my mortal body. You see, so you have to find some scriptures, healing scriptures, 
that talks about what Jesus has done and memorize them. Many of you, you only know how to memorize uh, songs. Worldly songs, you know them, you hear them, you are dancing, or you can't memorize scripture. And you say, oh, I don't know how to memorize. Of course, you know how to memorize. You just don't want to memorize scripture. We memorize what is important to us. Nobody really has memory problem. Go to parties. You see how people are singing. <laughs> There's no memory problem. They don't even, some of those songs, you, you know, you can hardly follow them. They are fast and people are singing them. So you have no excuse memorizing scriptures that are good for you. Memorize them. And they become your armor, right? You confess them. Confess the word. When you confess the word, right, healing power is released into your body. Healing power is released into your body. That's important. Number five, right? The power to heal is released by laying on of hands. In Acts 28, 8, the Bible says his father was sick in bed. This is Peter suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul rather went to see him after prayer, placed his hands on him. Jesus laid hands on people. In Mark chapter 16, he says, These signs shall follow those who believe, right? In my name, they shall cast out devil. And he went on, he said, They shall speak in new tongues. And the last one, he said, when they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. So laying on of hands is a vehicle through which healing power is released. So we're going to lay hands on people now, you know, after service. That's part of what we do. You know, that's why we practice laying on of hands. It came from the scripture. That through laying of hands, God's healing power is released. Hallelujah. Number six, right? The power to heal is released by, the pra- by prayer with anointing oil or anointing with oil by elders or by ministers or by church leaders. James chapter 1 verse 14 and 15 says, Is anyone sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Even if it was sin, the Lord will still heal. All right? So there are times when God's healing power is released by prayer of faith accompanied with an anointing oil. All right? That's important. Sometimes that's all you need. And God's power, healing power is released. Number seven. The power to heal is released by prophetic declaration. Somebody will speak a word. It could be from the pulpit. It could be somebody praying for you and declare. This is not just petition. This is command, declaration. And that's what the centurion told Jesus. Just declare. Just speak the word from where you are. So God sometimes gives people word that bring healing power. So when you declare God's word, healing power is released. Number eight, 
the power to heal is released by the gift of the Holy Spirit. All right? There are a gift of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 7. The Bible lists nine gifts of the Spirit. Some of those gifts of the Spirit are targeted towards healing. In fact, there's one called the gift of healing. That God gives some other people, some people who have gift of healing. Or gift of healings. It's plural. I did a little research on this and I found out that gift of healings, the reason why he said healings is sometimes people who have this gift, God uses them to heal certain diseases. They just have more results in certain areas. So it's important to know there are people among us that have gift of healing. And I'm very glad to announce that during the retreat, God gave a number of people gift of healing. All right. As we went on, he gave a word that there are people who is giving gift of healing. They have, they have oily hands and shaky hands. I didn't even know. I just, I just God gave me the word. I, I was even a little afraid to say it. You know, I was really trying to say, God, I mean, is this you? Is this you? And I, I said, you know, he has to be the Lord. I mean, let me just, the devil is not here talking to me. You know, sometimes <laughs> I look around and say, I don't think the devil can, I mean, with all the amount of prayer here, the devil is not speaking. And uh, I haven't even had time to really talk to anybody, but from the testimony, we see what the Lord... In fact, it was evident. It was evident as soon as I called the people out, shaking hands started. I mean, it was just... Some people shook for like an hour of 40 minutes after that. Oily hands. I mean, only God can do that. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just what God does. The Lord said he's giving some people. I'm glad that many of them are here. Many of them are in this church. And if you receive the gift of healing, please, you need to pray for people who are sick. All right? You need to, you need to do it. Because let me tell you how it works. Let me tell you this, and this is very important. So you are not discouraged. Sometimes it takes, God wants us to always walk by, with him by faith. That's why most times, there's always an element of mystery and risk when it comes to working with God. You know why? So that you will have faith. I mean, if, it, if there's no faith there, then you don't even trust God anymore. At some point, you just become like uh, Samson. I would just shake like this, I know. Right? You just know, I, once I shake myself, I know I shake myself. And the anointing come. He didn't know the Lord has left. All right? So the Lord always retains that element. So that sometimes he won't work. And when he doesn't work, you're embarrassed. And he humbles you. Then you know at that point you are not God. And you know at that point you need to put your faith in God. Even if God has given you a gift, you still need faith in God. You still need trust in God to be able to use that gift. Is that, are, you, are you understanding that? So God designed these things for our good. So we are always... So if you have a gift, you still need to work on developing your gift, number one. I'll tell you a few things you need to do. Number one, you need to get a book about the gift of healing or about healing in general and begin to read it. Begin to look for messages. Begin to listen to people who have gift of healing so you know more. 
That's important. All right, just read more. You know. Right? Number two, begin to exercise the gift. And don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. I remember I was listening to uh, somebody was talking about an account of uh, John Wimber. John Wimber was one of uh, the fathers of faith that the Lord used so well in the area of healing. So it was a gentleman I was talking about. He was with him. John Wimber was so powerful, a great man of God. He, he would have these services or crusade where, meetings where people will be healed. So, there, so it was a multiple days meeting. So one day, he prayed for people. He called for the sake. He prayed. Everybody he prayed for got healed. Everybody. And this is like a three or four day meeting or something. So the next day, they went for the same meeting. You know, a different set of people. He called he prayed for people, nobody got healed. So, and it was like his PA. So they, they, so they got into the car, and he was expecting some reaction. You know, they were just like, was looking at, and they're like, that was odd. What happened? And he said, John, how come nobody got healed? What happened? John said, I don't know. All I know is that tomorrow I'm still going to get there and pray for the sick. And by next day, they got there, prayed for the sick. Everybody got healed. So, so sometimes you need to be able to deal with that tension. And it's that tension that actually keeps you to trust God, right? And to grow. You need tension to grow. Hallelujah. So if you have received that, just continue to pray. And don't discriminate in your, in your, in your prayer. Don't only pray in church. That's discrimination. There are more sick people outside of church and in church. You are going to run into them. People are work. People are complaining. People are sick. Anywhere you find yourself, just say, may I pray for you? All right? May I pray for you? Pray for them. And you begin to see results because God's gift is over your life. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. There, are, there is another gift called the gift of word of knowledge that is always most time used. It's not, all, it's not all the time, but most time used with healing. That's when we call cases. All right? Now God gives people word of knowledge. They're just able to know people's condition. And God has a way of letting them know. Sometimes they feel other people's pain. All right? Sometimes he gives them a vision. Sometimes he gives them, in, sometimes they see it. Some people even dream it. Sometimes it's in their imagination. Sometimes it's, a, it's an impression they have in their heart, like a bubbly, you know, bubbly thing that just come, bubbly thoughts that just come to your heart. And you just know. All right? So people have this gift, and when they call it, it creates healing. It releases, the, it creates the avenue for God's power to heal, to be released. So... It's important to know that God's power for healing comes through different ways. I listed eight. I'm sure there are more. We don't have all the time in the world. But I want you to know that if you're sick here, you can be healed. And you will be healed. Healing is here. God's power to heal is here. And I know that some, some some people here might have a word for you. I'm going to call them to come and give a word. That will help some of you to know that God really knows your condition and he wants to heal. Praise the name of Jesus. 
Today, I didn't have a particular word. I mean, normally by now, I will have had some words written down, but I didn't have. The only one he wants me to use, okay, I think I missed one, did I? Did I? Did I? Everything is good? Okay. I did all the eight, okay. So, add number nine. It's the power of testimony. All right? See, testimonies of healing will always create healing. So, and that's the one I want to use to pray first. So, we were having the retreat. One of our brothers, John, had a healing. He's had this pain that he couldn't do his ankle for four years, he said. Is it four years? And, uh, and while we were having the retreat, you know, the Lord spoke to him that this is healing him or something. I don't know how it happened. But he got healed. And can you come and share? So I'm not misrepresenting. You're not shaking your head while I'm sharing. Just, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, is that a, is that a? You know, sometimes he gets crazy. All right. Okay. He's on, he's on. So at the retreat, during the personal time of prayer on Friday, I was praying, just talking to God about something completely different. I wasn't thinking about um, this pain I had in my elbow. I've had this pain in the elbow for four years. Precisely, it started in August of 2014. And it's very sharp. If I put my elbow on, if I rest my elbow on any surface, it will ache. So as I was praying, I saw a skeleton. Um, And on part of the skeleton, there was something that looked like muscle. I'm not sure, but I saw a skeleton. And then I began to feel a warm sensation, like when you put balm on your hand and it cools off, that feeling, that's how I felt. And it spread all over my body. And then I, um, while, while the praying pray was going on, Genevieve called me to pray for someone, and he had a back problem. And I prayed for him, and that person came. The next person I prayed for had a problem in her wrists. Her bones were aching her. And as I was praying, I felt the Holy Spirit say, refer me to that thing I saw, that he wants to heal people with issues in their bones. That was the story. Amen. That's a, I believe that's a testimony that created more other testimony at the retreat. So when he shared that, and uh, earlier on, you know, I mean, when he shared that, and we asked people who have issues related to bone and I really believe God wants to heal that because I feel like the enemy is attacking a lot of us in our bones shoulder, back you know, hip you know, we're not able to move that must be, that's one of the most uncomfortable things that can happen to people you know, you're just you're not able to move because you restrict our movement, you restrict our ability to really live life comfortably and I want, to, I, want to, I want us to believe God, that everyone here, that God will heal people of broken bones. Some of these are from accidents. Some of you have had accidents in the past, right? And you're still having problems, you know, that, you know in that area. And I just trust that the Lord will bring healing in Jesus' name. So, based on that testimony, if you have any, anybody, if you're here, 
you have problem that, that is related to bone. Can you can you stand up so we can pray for you? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can you stand up? Bone issue. All right. Hallelujah. Can you can you can you maybe come to the aisle at least if you can at the front or aisle so at least where people can pray for you. So I want. Uh, those of us who receive a gift of healing, if you're there, I want you to also, so let's, let's join our Sozo team for tonight and pray. You can be in the aisle, you can be, and let's take them one by one, I mean two by two now and pray and believe God that bone problems, no matter what, there will, if God needs to recreate some of those bones, God will do it. Jesus' name. I believe God wants to heal people with bone issues, hip problem, back problem. God wants to heal it. If you're coming for prayer, maybe somebody can help you with your child. That's not. Can someone? Do you have anyone? All right. It might not be. If it's not the best to have a child when you're being prayed for. This is the enemy trying to attack your body. Trying to make you uncomfortable. Go through life with pain. That's not your portion. And as we are praying, if you are in the congregation, just stretch your hands and begin to pray. Just begin to say, Lord, I just, I, I just agree. I just agree right now. Holy Spirit, please just release your power right now. Just begin to pray. Don't be, don't be a spectator. Be a participator in what God is doing. Be a participator in what God is doing. And I want as we pray, please. Let's make sure they they check it. We need more people to pray. There's somebody here. You can come and pray for. There's a lady here. Falaka, come and pray for. I think that there's, there's another there's people here for like and just trust God. Father, release your healing power. Recreate bones. Recreate tendons. Recreate cartilage. Bring healing completely. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit flow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just trust you. There will be healing completely. Trust you for breakthrough. Jesus, come. Oh, let the power of the Holy Spirit flow through these bodies now. Let the healing power of God flow through that back. Straighten that back. In the name of Jesus. Shandala la 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 la
Let there be, let there be healing. Blood reached. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. The power of God will touch that wrist now. Neck pain, I command you to go in the name of Jesus. I command you to live now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, in Jesus' name. Are you looking for somebody to pray for? You want to pray for someone? You just pray for them. Lord, release your healing power. Release your healing power here. keep quiet I just I just want to give I want to make sure the instruction if you're praying some of you are praying for the first time so I just want to make sure we know you don't need if you're praying for someone you don't need to close your eyes all right just pray for them with your eyes open all right and once you pray a few minutes all right where we want to make sure we are seeing results right it's important uh, so once you pray a few minutes ask them to test it that's the faith there right Faith means it calls those things which are not as though they are, right? Assurance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, right? Then faith means I step out, right? That's faith. I take risk. So whatever they were not able to do, let them do it. Let them try it, all right? Uh, sometimes it's gradual. You see the testimony of that brother within the space of three hours, right? <clears throat> when they first prayed for him, maybe it got better a little bit. Within three hours, he got 90%. At the end of the day, 100%. So... Sometimes you don't need to get everything now, but you can get up to 60, 70% just praying, all right? So I want you to do it, but I want, let me pray. Let me do, I want to, I just feel like I should pray a simple prayer. Then I will now, you will now start the prayer again. Holy Spirit, I invite you now. Those of you who are out to be prayed for, lift up your hand. Holy Spirit, I invite you now. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. Holy Spirit, come. Come with your healing power. Nothing here is hidden for you. Come with your healing power. Come and flow through these men and women. They are your children. You love them. You care for them. The enemy is attacking their bodies. But thank you because your power is here to heal. Let that power flow now. Let it flow through their body now. Let that power flow now. Let that power flow now. You spirit of infirmity, I bind you. That spirit in the wrist, I bind you in Jesus' name. And I command you to live in Jesus' name. That neck pain that flow like heat that radiate to the body, I command that, I command that spirit of infirmity. Go now in Jesus' name. Pain, I command you, go in the name of Jesus. That stiffness in the back, I command you, live now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. 
I want you to test it. Let's test. Let's do some testing. Let's see. Let's see. Did anybody experience any improvement? If you experience any improvement, can you wave your hand? No, no, no. Let's, let's be clear. Anybody experience any improvement? Can you wave your hand? All right, so let's take it further. Now, some people are already. So let's take it further. When we get a testimony, we'll take some testimony. I'll give you two minutes to do the prayer, then we'll do testimony. Well, can we continue the prayer? And make sure, wherever is left, let's continue. If you have been prayed for and you are healed, don't go yet. Please, please stay so that we can take some testimonies. Thank you, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. testimony and see what the Lord is doing. Now, I want you to listen. 
The reason why we do this is to celebrate what God is doing. When we celebrate small things, they grow big. All right? So we've seen a few people who experience healing or improvement, significant improvement, because of the prayer that was prayed. So I'm going to have them to share them with us, share, tell us what was the problem, what happened when you got prayed for, and how better are you now, all right? Uh, praise the Lord. Trust me, church, if I don't need to be here, I will not come out. But God said I need to come out. Because this morning, I was not going to come to church. I started having pain on my left shoulder. I knew what it was because I'm in medical field. I have history of fibromyalgia. So the pain will come and it will go. I know how to manage it. So when it came during the night, I told my God, I have to sleep if I'm going to go to church. So I took one tablet of osecodine and I said, okay, Lord. After four hours, I got some relief. And the spirit said, oh, take another. I said, I'm not going to take another one because I will not go to church. So this morning when I woke up, the pain was so much. And I went downstairs because I wanted to cook beans for my husband. I couldn't carry pressure pot. And I called my husband, you need to come and help me carry this pot. And he even went to the extent of cutting the onion because I could not use my left hand at all. And thank God, my son-in-law, the sister is staying with us. He, she actually dressed me up this morning. I could not use my hand for any. The actor, everything she include on the pan, she put everything on me. And I said, I'm going to go to church. Mm. And I said, okay, I'm going to see what's going to happen to driving because I know when I drive, it will affect my hand too, including closing the, the, uh, the door car. And I said, okay, Lord, what are you going to do with the driving? I got in the car. I was able to manage myself here. And as I parked in the parking lot, I knew I kind of parked crooked, and I told the guy, I can't park more than this. I'm having pain in my shoulder. But I'm here because I'm trusting God for what he will do. And as soon as we started the service, there was healing something, and the lady behind me and the man beside me, they all prayed for me. And I started to lift the, uh, the lid wow. of it. And then when they said, come out, I'm... Because every hour I check, I know the movement I cannot do. I cannot do abduction. I cannot do flexion. So from time to time, I check. So when they say, come out, and the, the, the person that was praying started lifting my hand up, look at me. It is Hallelujah. It is, this, this is, honestly, this is God's doing. This is beyond science. Amen. This is not science. This is God's doing. Praise the Lord. And I thank God for what he has done in my life this morning. And Father, we declare permanent healing from fibromyalgia, right? In the name of Jesus, never again. Total, total healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. What's your name, man? My name is Mrs. Ogozi, okay. and um, I came um, all the way from Nigeria on holidays. And um, I've been having this neck pain since I was 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. I always do my neck like this. And um, yesterday it was really, really, I was finding it really, really painful when we went out shopping. And at night, this morning, when we were there, and I was just praying. I said, I wish I can have a miracle from here. And then I'll go home and testify 
<laughs> and that God will touch you with him. And I was just doing that. And the thinking was paining me so much. So this side, and I was just doing like this. Maybe somebody by my side would just see that I was just doing like this. And I was praying. I said, God, give me a miracle. God, give me a miracle. I was just praying in my heart. And um, to the glory of God, I saw, I didn't see the pain. I didn't wow. see the pain. Hallelujah. God confirmed his word when we started praying here. And to the glory of God, I know it is permanent. Amen. And that God will take so all the glory. So this started when you were 12? Yeah. I'm sure you are not uh, 24, right? <laughs> I'm 60. Hallelujah. Yeah. So how many years? 48 years yes. of pain. Healed by the power of Jesus. I think he deserves it. Jesus deserves our praise and our honor. Jesus, we thank you. It is permanent. Pain, you have no place in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will spend your days in prosperities and your year in pleasure. In the mighty name of Jesus, spirit of infirmity, you have no place. I command you, leave in Jesus' name. It is permanent. Hallelujah. Hello, sir. God bless you. He's a retired pastor. Blessing, church. Hallelujah. I'm Jose. Well, that was, uh, God bless you. 18 years ago, I was in a real bad motorcycle accident. Motorcycle accident? Mm -hmm. I was in a real bad motorcycle accident. I had three back surgeries already. Uh, from that, but uh, the doctor said there's not much they can do, so the pain's still there. Uh, and one of, I'm, I'm like an old car, you had to warm it up in the morning before I can get out. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I was feeling pain, uh, the sister prayed for me, and I can still feel the heat going down my leg. Wow! The Lord is working when we trust, when we put our faith in Him. I believe in a God miracles. Amen. I believe Amen. in a God that has the power to move the mountains. And sometimes we are the worst mountain. Amen. Amen. We have to allow the God to move us. So where are you now in your healing? You think 50%, percent well, 60 Actually, uh, the pain was, uh, I was standing because I can't stand too long. I'm sorry. I can't stand too long because the pain started acting. So I was, as I was standing waiting for somebody to pray for me, it was rising up to a seven. As she was praying for me, it went down to a three. Now I'm good. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you. We just pray for permanent, permanent healing. Pain, never again. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, complete what you have started. Thank you, Lord. Complete it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. How many years ago did you have the accident? 18 years. 18 years ago, motorcycle accident. Healing because we trusted Jesus. Can we just give him praise? Thank you, Pastor. God bless you. Good morning, church. Um, I have been feeling this neck pain for a while now. And on Friday, my boss had texted me and she said, I think you're not well. And I said, no, I'm fine because we're not really close, so I didn't want to disclose anything. Mm -hmm. 
So at that point, I figured I had to go to the ER, and I reached out to one of my friends, and she went with me. Then when I saw the doctor, he justified it and said, oh, do you work in the medical field? Are you under stress? And I said, yes. And he was like, oh, I just think you need to relax. And then he gave me a muscle relaxer. But what made me nervous about using it was it was a physician sample. And I asked him, so what's the dosage? And he said, oh, you can take half a tablet or just take one. And I was like, it's either one or the other, because I don't want to use something that will I will end up being you know, dependent on. So I had taken half the tablet on Friday night, and I felt better. But yesterday evening, the neck pain came back again. And I was still telling my friend, like, I still feel this neck pain. It's stiff. I was, you know, going down my chair, you know, trying to be comfortable. So when you, when Pastor began to preach and he talked about neck pain, I tapped into that. And then I decided to come out. And Sister Shade prayed for me. And she just, you know, kept praying. And I felt this shaky sensation. Mm. And I honestly will not come out. I kept telling the usher, do I have to come out? But I really want this healing to be permanent. I don't want to feel it again because sometimes it goes down my thigh. I feel it in my chest, but primarily it's here. But I will say I feel better. I couldn't turn my neck when I came now this morning. Can. Now I can. Hallelujah. Yes. Father, we pray this is permanent. Pain, never again. This is a daughter of Zion. She's not subject to oppression by you. And pain, you have no place in her life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, hello, church. Uh, my name is Richard. And I actually had two forms of healing today. One uh, physical and then one spiritual. Physically... You know, because of some childhood accidents, um, my lower back was really bad. You know, there was a time last year where I was trying to stretch because I was in pain, and all I felt was a pop. And for about maybe half an hour, I couldn't even get off the floor. It was, sometimes it would be that bad. My shoulders as well, they would be very tight, and overall my, my entire body a lot of times would just feel so tense and tight all the time. And I come here to say that I was prayed over today, and I almost couldn't believe it. I was shaking my shoulders, you know, doing a little dance. But I, I felt the healing. Wow. Hallelujah. And just as importantly, Emma, you know, I was inspired by the courage of many others who share the testimonies today. You know, because I'm, in some ways, I'm courageous, but when it comes to coming up here and standing in front of the congregation to share, you know, that's not something I naturally have in me. So just to be here right now shows the supernatural power of God and what he can do. Thank you, Jesus. Your healing is permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're still, if you're yet to experience your healing, don't be discouraged. The Lord is healing you. Sometimes healing is instant. Sometimes it takes a few hours. Sometimes it takes days. All right? The Lord works in mysterious ways. So don't lose your faith. All right? And even if you're still sitting down, as they are giving testimony, those testimonies, remember, they, they release power for healing. Amen. 
So I'm going to go to our young man here. Uh, good morning, church. So before the day of the retreat, I woke up with this pain in my calves. And so I felt like I was okay. And on the way to the retreat, it got worse. And I was like, okay, I'll push through it again. And so the two long days, I've been suffering with these pain in my calves. And so until today, I've been healed. Amen. So no more pain in your calves? Praise the name of Jesus. It's permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, good afternoon, church. Um, my name is Makinde. Uh, I struggle with public speaking, so I apologize in advance. Uh, I wasn't going to come out here today, but um, I was convinced. Um, so pretty much I've had knee problems since I was 13 what? years old. Knee problems. Knee problems. In both knees. 13? Yes. In both knees? Oh, wow. um, they're so severe to the point where I couldn't squat for more than two seconds. And whenever I try to run or play sports or do cardio, um, my knees um, completely swell up with fluid. And I've had to get my knees drained um, multiple occasions. So um, sometime last week, I was running in the morning. And um, I felt some sharp pain in my right knee. And I couldn't walk, so I, I felt the pain at work. So I had to leave my job and go to the doctor the next day. Um, I haven't been to a doctor in over seven years or something like that. Um, so pretty much, um, the doctor told me she couldn't diagnose what was going on with my knees, mm. and she referred me to an orthopedist, um, yeah. which I have to see in two weeks. And after I explained the pain to her in my knee, she said it could be one of many, um, several different things, but because of the nature of my injury, she couldn't diagnose it. So I came out today for prayers um, to my brother right here, and I couldn't squat. So every time I was squatting, my knees were cracking as I was coming back up every single time, and it's, in, it's usually an intense pain. So after about four sessions of several prayers, I can squat now without my knees cracking anymore. Wow! <laughs> Hallelujah! So can you give us one? Let's see. <laughs> wow. God is good. Your healing is permanent. Amen. Never again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good afternoon, church. Um, actually, I have a back pain. I have a leg pain and the same thing he cannot do, I can do that too before. Even if I had to wear my shoe, my girl is there, she's always helping me to wear this shoe. Even my neighbor that invited me here, she's even making jest of me that you always like to wear heel, but I said I'm going to wear it. But she doesn't understand what I'm facing. I had an accident and um, I've been having the pain from back to the leg. I don't even, I can't wear shoe and I can't even get myself when I had to wear shoe. I had to go on the low sleepers. But when I get to America, one of my girls too, she said, she said, mommy, don't worry. They will help you to walk everything here. I said, okay. But um, on Friday again, the devil came knocking again. I was just in the house and we we're all talking. Then I lost my throat. I can't talk. Then my last gum, the pain was so serious that it comes to my head. Then I said, is it because I just shaved my head off? What is going on? I had to go and pour water. Then later, 
I don't know what to do. I was even planning to call 911. But later I said, no, let me just pray with it myself. I have anointing one, so I prayed. So what happened here today was I can't sing because of the truth and the same thing with my leg. While I was there, when the worship was going on, I was just trying to sing. I was coughing. I have uh, something in my back that was leaking. I said, no, this voice has to sing here today. So when I was shouting to sing, I hear my voice cleared. Then the gum, I purposely didn't use the drug I am supposed to use. I said, I must be here today. So when I screamed, I felt it that everything that was blocking it went off. Then when our mommy here too was praying for me, she said, the back, can you feel something? I said, yes, I can feel it. Then she said, I should do it. Then I did it. I said, ah, so I can even go down. I can do like this. Oh, hallelujah. Thank God. Praise the Lord. Your healing is permanent in Jesus' name. Amen. So we'll take a couple more and we can close. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My name is um, Adebola. I'm sorry, I can be very, very shy. I almost didn't even want to come out. I was telling my colleague in the cubicle that God is everywhere, so I'd rather just stay in the cubicle and not come out. But I was just led to come out, and I don't really know her name, but she joined hands with me, and she was like, can we pray together? Do you speak in tongues? I said, yes. And she was like, let's just pray together, and we did that. Last year, September 14, I was involved in a motor accident. The car was written off, and I was rushed to the hospital, and my knee was operated upon. And after since that time, I can only kneel with just this leg. I can't kneel with this leg properly. Even when I try to greet an elderly person, they tend to think I'm very proud because I can't go down on my two knees. But after the prayer, I just want to thank God because this leg couldn't go down before, but now I can actually kneel my leg. Hallelujah! Jesus, you are just awesome. Amen. I am so not comfortable right now, but I have to say thank you, Jesus, because I came here, my neck hurts so terribly, and I feel so much better. I am so happy and so thankful. Hallelujah. Your neck. My neck. And now you're better. And one second. For years, I had friends telling me they really felt that I had a gift of healing. And this is the first time, thank you, that my whole body is shaking, and I am so ready to do whatever God wants me to do. Thank you. Receive God's power in Jesus. God's healing power is over you. Lord, I pray you touch her now. Make this healing permanent. And I pray in Jesus' name, God's grace over your life. We use you to be a blessing to many. In Jesus' name. God bless. So she's a physical therapist. So I was particularly interested in her because she will be the one that will be working with people that heal bones. And she said years ago, she had that sense of that gift, but it's not been there, and she has not been practicing it. We're standing here together because she didn't want to come up, and I said I will come up here with her. But more importantly, God is, she, she went online and looked to see who she needed to talk to, and she said she saw my name, but she didn't know who I was. I went to her. What I'm saying is that God just wanted to release the gift of healing in these hands as a physical therapist. And I think it's a tie-in to the bones that we're talking about today. Amen. So praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we take the last one. Good afternoon, George. My yeah. name is Patricia. I've been having this shoulder pain for past 10 years. So every morning when I wake up, before I get up, I have to hold something before getting up. So this morning when I woke up, I couldn't leave my hand. I even didn't want to come to church, but I said, no, I'm going to make it. So I got up this morning, did what I got to do. 
Parkman stopping. So why digging? Um, Dami was praying for me. As I was feeling it, but it wasn't as bad as it was before. So when he was praying for me, touched my shoulder. I felt like a fire burning, and he told me to lift up my shoulder and everything. Right now, I can't even feel it anymore. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, the Lord decided to surprise us and gave us more than what we thought, and we are overwhelmed. Can we just give glory to Jesus? I'm going to do this. I beg your indulgence. We'll, we'll finish quickly. I want to see if any of our Sozo people have a word. So I'm going to have them come and give those words. And if you have, all right, if you have any condition call, we're going to pray. Prayer, we're not going to take testimony, but just pray. I think we've had enough testimony to know that when we pray, God will do something. Amen. So anybody with a word in any of our Sozo team, do you have a word? Just, just, just give it quickly, please. Give it quickly, short. Go directly. We don't need to know how you got it, just the condition. That's it. During worship. We don't need to know when. What is the word? Intense heat on the head. I believe God That's is healing the head. Yeah, intense heat on the head. If you have intense heat on your head, God wants to heal you. That's all I need. Not how, when. The condition. That's what is important to the people. So I saw like a piece of flesh and there was something like a worm, almost like a worm going through an apple. So um, something is eating at somebody's flesh. And then also um, I got a word for someone that has like um, brain cancer or a brain tumor. Okay. Brain cancer, brain tumor. If that your situation is called, just stand up. You know, by time, you know, so just if your situation is called, just make sure you stand up as they are calling them. And then we'll pray after. And the church will pray for you. I think mine has already been confirmed. It was, I just saw God saying he's going to break issues that have been there for years. Amen. If you have issues in your life that has been there for a very long time, the Lord wants to heal you. Glaucoma and uh, hip pain. Glaucoma and hip pain. If you have glaucoma, if you have hip pain, please stand up so you can be prayed for. Continuous headache, then I feel some more pain. I don't know what it's called. All right. Your cough and continuous headache. All right. It flashes all around your body from your neck down. Then the people that are disappointed at God, that God did not hear what they are talking about. Then I saw the Lord healing eyes. And he says, I'm activating the seer anointing. Amen. Amen. The seer anointing. Um, so I felt pain in the socket behind my eyes. So I think God wants to heal someone with pain in the eyes. And also, um, someone you've been estranged from your, I think it's father. And God is saying he wants to reconcile you back to your father. In the last one, it has to do with allergies. Um, you have skin problem, and it's affecting your career, it's affecting your social life, and um, God says he wants to heal it. Amen. I felt a sharp pain in the left of my chest, so anybody with that? Left of his chest, you have a sharp pain, left of your chest, the Lord wants to heal you. 
Praise the Lord. Um, this is to confirm with what uh, Sister Kemi said. Is that the left eye a pain in the eye, just as if it's coming from inside, ache, left eye. The next one is the right thigh, a sensation when you are burnt in a stove while you're cooking, the way you feel after that burnt on the left thigh. Right thigh. Right thigh and left eye. If you have a problem with your left eye. Uh... Yeah, this is about a condition of the head, like uh, uh, maybe rash on the head, itchiness on the scalp. Rash, itchiness on the scalp. The Lord wants to heal you. All right? So we're going to do it. Oh, you have a what? I felt a rash on, my, on this elbow. All right? Rush on your elbow. The Lord wants to heal you. Amen. All right. Uh, I heard the Lord bringing healing to people that have had miscarriages and abortions. He wants to touch your wombs and let you know he will restore you and what was not able to carry life will bring forth abundant life. You had miscarriages. The Lord wants to heal you. Amen. So before I pray, I will, I will ask one last person. Is Nodetti here? She here? All right. Somebody needs to help her with everything. She got a, she got a, the Lord gave her a word during the retreat that is for, I think, for specific people. So I don't necessarily want to, and I, I knew when she was given the word, it was, uh, the Lord gave her a gift of tongue. And I knew it wasn't just tongue to God. She was speaking, but we didn't have anybody to interpret it. And this morning she texted me, the Lord gave her interpretation to those tongues. And uh, so I will have her. Uh, good afternoon, church. Um, just prior to um, the retreat, um, during our one-on-one time, uh, my husband and I, we were praying, and he said the last prayer point should be uh, what we want, a gift from God. And I prayed for prophecy. And um, during pastor's praying, prayer, he said there's two gifts that he wants to pray for, is the gift of healing. And then during when people went up there for healing, I said, God, well, if you see that I'm worthy, then you, you will say that pastor will say prophecy next. And pastor said prophecy. And at that point, he said, everyone stand up and lift your hands. And the moment I lift my hands, I close my eyes. I hear someone say, open your mouth. And I saw somebody putting something in my mouth. It was like liquid with letters. And the moment that happened, someone touched me and said that God is going to Whatever that comes out of your mouth is going to be a manifest of what God is going to do. And I started speaking in words, and I was telling my husband, like, I don't even know what happened to me. And this morning, as I was getting ready for church, it's like I see myself. Um, it was like a recap of what I was doing, but I was saying it in English. And it says, I am the Lion of Judah. I am the Waymaker. I am the same God that saved Daniel from the lion's den. I am the Lily in the Valley. Do you believe I can't give you a job? Why do you doubt me? Some of you, when you didn't have anything and money miraculously appear, who do you think did that? Do you believe that I can't give you children when I am the same God that made Abraham's heritage as many as the stars in the sky? What you ask of me is small for me not to do. Amen. Some people clearly need to hear that. And I felt uh, she needs to, I mean, I won't do justice if I just read it. It won't, it won't represent God's mind. So if that word applies to you, because you always know there's a witness in your heart, I want you to rise up. So 
If any of the words spoken in the last five minutes apply, apply, apply to you, can you please stand up? We're going to pray. All right? If any of the words, specific words spoken apply to you, can you please stand up? Can you just play something? I just play something. I just pray. The Holy Spirit will just come upon them to just pray something. Just play, just play something. I'll give you two minutes to just play whatever. Whatever just come to your heart, just play from the keyboard as the people listen. move through this now. Let your gentle breeze flow. Let it flow. Let the river of God flow and heal every person. Heal every person. Heal miscarriage. Heal pain. Brain tumor or cancer will come against you. Be healed in Jesus' name. I cast you out. Tumor, cancer, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Every situation mentioned, receive the touch of Jesus. Holy Spirit, just move now. Can you lift up your hands and just, just expect a touch from him? Just expect it. Reach out as, he's, as if he's reaching out to you. Just close your eyes and reach out. And reach out to him. Reach out to him. He's here. He has not called you to seek him in vain. He hasn't. He's all powerful. He's done it for some people. You've heard the testimony. 40 years of pain. 18 years of injury stuff that I've been going on for 48 years we've heard now the same God is your God and God is not a respecter of person he doesn't love anybody more than he loves you he doesn't care for anyone more than he cares for you I want you to just receive it Holy Spirit just move and touch them now let your fire touch touch their eyes Touch that eyes in Jesus' name. Touch that shoulder in Jesus' name. Touch that head in Jesus' name. Touch that hip in Jesus' name. Touch that calf in Jesus' name. Everyone who has been disappointed, bring healing. Everyone who has been disappointed, who are hurting, they're disappointed because God has not been good to them. That thought, I cast it out, is from the devil. Every lie of the enemy. I command you out in Jesus' name. Everyone believing God for their own child. You've suffered miscarriages or you've even, you've even done abortion. The guilt of that, I pray you'll be healed from it in Jesus' name. The guilt of abortion. 
the Lord will heal you from it. And if you suffer miscarriages, the Lord will heal you and bring recovery in the name of Jesus. The Lord will, he will give you double for your trouble in the mighty name of Jesus. And that word says the Lord wants to give someone a child. The Lord said, I can do it. And I'm praying for supernatural touch for wombs in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we honor you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We honor you. We thank you. Blessed be your name. Thank you because you have answered our prayer. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can we put our hands together?